Amazing. It's absolutely amazing. But under the right circumstances, a producer could make more money with a flop than he could with a hit. Hmm. Yes, it's quite possible. Welcome to the NFC Least Show, the only show keeping the NFC East honest. Williams is not here. He's gone. He's on protest. He's not, he won't do the show anymore. He, he's refused. He can't talk about the Giants any longer. So mm-hmm. I've invited two of my longtime friends, two other members of the mythical fantasy football league that both Williams and I are a part of. I've got Tom Golterman. Hey, hey. Giants fan. What's up, Tom? Hey, not much, man. How you doing? I'm doing well. Thanks for having and me. And we've got Chris Hughes, who is a uh, hey. a Broncos fan. <laughs> I'm doing better than you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I texted Williams last week, and I said that the Eagles are basically just a Rolls Royce Denver Broncos this year. So, <laughs> yeah, I heard you say that in another episode. It was like, yeah, they're very similar. And I think you're right. You know, I think you're absolutely right. But I think if the Broncos had Jalen Hurts, we'd actually be better <laughs> <laughs> certainly better right. than teddy bridgewater is at this moment but yeah i mean right. I really, right i really am excited to hear your takes on this division from the outside because i feel like sometimes williams and i we're too in it you know like, yeah. <laughs> we have to do this every week i'll do it from a psychoanalytic standpoint you know i'll, I'll come from the <laughs> psychology side <laughs> you're just gonna psychoanalyze me for this entire yeah probably <laughs> oh god who invited this guy <laughs> <laughs> all right well let's just get into it it's actually a really fun week to talk about this division because we're coming off to divisional games and then we're going right into two more divisional games mm. so first i guess let's just get like we've been doing let's just get the giants out of the way first giants yeah <laughs> might as well might as well my god giants, giants played the cowboys last week and really i mean really more the same uh it felt like from both teams dallas offense the story has been the offense has not been good since Dak came back from the injury and there's been more of that this this week felt like if there was a competent offense, this could have been like a 40 to 10 blowout game, but yeah. the Cowboys just could never quite take it away. Meanwhile, on the other side of the ball, I guess you could say the defense was good, but the offense is still <laughs> the it, Giants offense. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I mean, what did you say last week? This could have been a bear trap beat down. I think you said last yeah. episode, yeah. but you know, I, uh, I think the only redeeming quality of this entire game was the free medium soda because, I mean, it just was. It oh, just you think was, that's the redeeming quality? You it was the only. Re- I, it's, <laughs> it's, it's bittersweet. It's bittersweet. It's all about perspective. To be completely honest with you. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, you're right. I mean, if you look at the stats, like with the Cowboys and whatnot, it's nothing all that impressive. Uh, it was field goals galore this game. But, um, I mean, Trayvon Diggs comes away with his 10th pick of the season, and, like, that's that's really it for the Cowboys. Uh, and then the giants obviously just, Oh God, let's not even, we don't even need to waste breath on them. It's just awful. <laughs> How many, all right. I got a question for you. You, you, you grew up a giants fan. You, yep. uh, yeah, you, uh, born in Staten Island. I want to establish that in the can of the show. I yes. feel like the audience needs to know that. That's, yes. <laughs> yes I was wondering why that voice sounds so weird. <laughs> <laughs> Making it cool before Pete Davidson, you know? Yeah. yeah uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> yep. Uh, like how many, like, you know, it runs in your family too. Like how many, how many minutes do you think your dad actually spent watching the game this Sunday? God. Oh, <laughs> oh, it's, it's consecutively maybe two. And like, <laughs> he's in and out. It's, it's, yeah. he flips back and forth. He'll, 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 he'll be watching it and then just like shake his head and just go back to golf and then decide, you know, maybe, maybe the giants, uh, maybe they move the ball 10 yards. Like, well, I got to check it out maybe. And yeah. so go back and just, just instantly regret it. So yeah, it's just, it's the reason just, why I ask is I feel like that's a, that's a much more firm bellwether for the performance of the giants and even their record is. Like mm. if, if if you get if you get Steve Golterman's attention for three straight hours, your team's doing well. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Fair. minute he starts phasing in and out, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you got that a four is- nine Giants team on your hands. Big old oof. I guess my question is: is uh, you know what? What do you think from like a fan's perspective? Like, okay. The Giants are on the periphery of the playoff hunt right now, right? But realistically, that's just because the NFC is pretty weak this year in general, right? Realistically, the team's not going to the playoffs. Daniel Jones is hurt. You can't even go into these last four games and be like, oh, let's see if he like bounces back and shows us something, right? Saquon has been useless this year as well. Like what what from a Giants fan perspective are you actually like looking for in these past in these next like couple games? Like are you hoping for like a surprise playoff run? Are you hoping for like something from some player that shows you something to get excited about? Like I like I don't know. I'm I'm genuinely curious. Like what, is, like what do you yeah what do you what do you why why do you why? Why do you watch? <laughs> Why Giants? <laughs> Why Giants? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I think I think from a fan's perspective, I think right now what we're looking for is two things. We're looking for growth from individual players like Saquon and hopefully Daniel Jones. But now that he's done for the season, I think the fans want to see Jacob Fromm out there. They want to see him because he actually looked pretty decent on Sunday. He went six for 12 with 82 yards. So, I mean, like, not terrible, just not good, but at the same time, I think we're looking for it's a little Mike bit more growth. No, it's not Mike Lennon. So I think that's just <laughs> right there is just a complete overhaul, but they're pretty much the same person. But I think we're looking for growth just from certain players, uh, from the offense. And I think we're just waiting and counting down the moments until it's the last game of the season so that we can just wait on edge until hopefully Gettleman is gone and, uh, I don't know. Maybe Joe Judge. I I don't know. I don't know. To be honest with you, I, I'm one of those. I'm one of those weird Giants fans where I'm like on the fence. I don't. I can't decide if I like Joe Judge or if I dislike him. And same thing with Daniel Jones. I I can't decide if I dislike him or like him because he really hasn't shown me growth. But at the same time, he hasn't quite like gone backwards just yet. Like yeah. he's still kind of he's still kind of like that that guy where like we got on draft day where we're like he could be good, he could be bad. Yeah. Now. I guess my question is, is like on the other side, Cowboys, do you have any, do you have any sort of inkling? Like, do you guys both agree with the idea that this team is only good because they're playing bad teams in a bad division? Or do you think that there's some sort of like, is there something that me and Williams maybe aren't seeing about the Cowboys that we should be like so hyped about them going to the playoffs? Cause I think they're going to be the playoff representative from this division. But they're they're not breaking away or being dominant in a way we're seeing like Kansas City start to break away in the in the AFC West or like uh, the the Patriots start to break away in the AFC East. You know, um, uh, what's what's your feeling on the Cowboys right now? Um, I the of the of the few I've watched, I obviously watched the Broncos game. So if that's my snapshot of the Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> It's not really a, yes. a good game for them. <laughs> um, but a team the Eagles yeah. came into Denver and whooped like yeah, two for weeks real, later. right? <laughs> exactly. Well, it's because the Broncos put it all out on the Cowboys. I think. Anyways, um, yeah, I think I think that like that spark or whatever it is you're trying to to say, I don't see it with them at all. There's there's just like there's moments where they, you know, they have talent. I don't think that's the question there. They have people on their their team that that show that they can they can do stuff. Um, but yeah, I just don't get this feeling that they're going to go into the playoffs and and make any kind of deep run. Um, and I guess your question was, was, was it because they're playing crappy teams? Is that why they're representing this division? Is that what you're saying? Or God, it's gotta be some reason why they're 10 and four right now while looking like they do like, <laughs> so week one, they lost to Tampa Bay, but only by two points. Um, yes. and that's surprising. Um, well, they put, put up, a good game put up game. 400 yards. Jesus Christ. Um, then they lost to Los Angeles. They lost to the Eagles. Oh, wait, no, sorry, sorry. They, they beat Los Angeles. That's a nah, good one. They yeah. beat they beat 
Philly. They beat Carolina, beat New York. They beat New England in overtime. They beat Minnesota. Then they, for their loss was to Denver and they beat Atlanta. I don't, they, yeah, they have played some decent teams. Um, but just overall, I mean, it's, it's Philly, Carolina, New York, New England, when they were still kind of figuring out who they were, um, they're not. I don't see an, an impressive win on here. There hasn't whatsoever. been a, a signature win, let's say, no. for this team. Forty-three and to three I, against Atlanta, uh, maybe because that was such a dominant win. Yeah. Um, but it's Atlanta. Atlanta. I mean, if somehow Atlanta is like seven and seven or something. I don't know how they've managed that. Um, but they should be. Atlanta should be better than they are. Um, yeah. But. Uh, to do 43 to three against them. I think that is as close to a signature win. I think you can get for for the Cowboys right now. I feel like, you know, Williams and I, a few weeks ago kind of circled this like Arizona game that they have coming up in week 17 as maybe they're like one NFC playoff preview game in the regular season. Until you saw them lose to the lions. And now you're like, is that the game that matters? (laughs) 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 But like, I think, I think one thing that's true about the NFC East this year is I think the scheduling gods were very kind on this division this year. Um, There isn't really a lot of dominant upper crust teams in the league that the division in general needs to play this year. But everyone else is like, I really feel like, Chris, like your division, the AFC we, West. We, we destroyed well, them. Well, 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 like, because we happened to draw the AFC West this year, like your division has been the toughest division the NFC East has had to play this year. Yeah. The NFC South mm-hmm. isn't that great. Obviously, the division in which they're all in sucks. <laughs> That's the point of this podcast. You know, yeah. I feel like the AFC West with the Chargers, Broncos, uh, Chiefs and Raiders. That's been the only tricky division the NFC East has had on their calendar this year. And you see it too. It's like, there's been so many random games of just like, you know, like the Raiders have fallen off, but the Cowboys lost to the Raiders, you know, but then the right. Eagles come in right. and like get their butts handed to them by LA and the Chiefs, but then, you know, also get curb stomped by the Raiders, but then blow out the, uh, blow out the, the Broncos. So it's like, it's really, it's really hard to get a beat on how good or bad. I just really wants are. to talk about how the Eagles beat teams. At the I Cowboys just keep it <laughs> <laughs> it's like, that's what the whole point yeah. of this was. Yeah. 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 Uh, but yeah, I think that's a, I, I think, I think we've, I think we've got to a place where, we agree on the Giants and Cowboys. Cowboys are probably mediocre, but are probably two or three games better. Like their record is two or three games better than what they'd actually be in any other division. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, I 100% agree with that. Um, yeah. And the Giants. <laughs> better, better luck next year. Better luck next yeah. year. Do you know, you know what the Giants make me think of? I was thinking of this analogy, and it's in. I want to. When I say I was thinking of this analogy, it popped in my head for five minutes, so it's not foolproof. But it's kind of like uh, you know, pro life, pro choice. You know, like there there are some teams out there. Um, you know, like Tom's clearly pro life. When your team should just quit now. <laughs> you're still supporting it and you're still going for it when like the rest of the world is just like come on man like we don't need to watch this anymore it's not really good for us um you could have you could have knocked it out during the preseason but instead you held on to it and now we're suffering this wasn't a foolproof thought i was just thinking like if the giants were a baby um and you had the chance to to you know remove it or hold on to it. Got it. You chose to hold on to it because you're pro-life. Um, and now we have to watch it suffer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got it. I'm on when my it had this like, debilitating disease. Oh, my God. Something, and now oh you're God. pro-life, you know. You could have just is, let yeah, it go. And not- I totally understand. It is a real moral conundrum. Like, you had... <laughs> Like there was a moral case to be made at a certain point where there were more unknowns, yeah. but now that the knowns have yeah. become knowns, it's it like, becomes its, it's own like kind of like hindsight 2020, <laughs> you know, like I, I, I love that take so much. <laughs> All right, let's, uh, let's go into Eagles, Washington, and then we'll preview the, the divisional games coming up. So 
Uh, another a really weird game. Like it started out. The Eagles had some turnovers. Washington got out to a quick 10, nothing lead. And it felt like it was going to be one of those weird, like, Oh man, the league moved a game to Tuesday night. Like the vibes are off. Um, like, <laughs> well, the vibes <laughs> were hate, off. They I were. Hate this shit. Yeah. <laughs> like it's just going to be a weird game where like Garrett Gilbert throws for like three touchdowns, and it's not even like <laughs> like it's. And then somehow you know the Eagles overcame the vibes and played the game that you probably thought they ex- you'd expect them to, and and came out of Philly with a pretty demonstrative win at the end of the day. Um, but really for the story for me, it continues to be the Eagles run game is probably one of the best in the league right now. And it's kind of insane to watch. Um, it, it is like, very underrated. It is very yeah. underrated. I will say that. And, yes. I know we've been saying as well, like do you, do I think you have Hertz, Darren Sproles. <laughs> still yeah is still our I, haven't, I haven't looked at your running game since then <laughs> or LaShawn McCoy <laughs> well you should know man we ran over you three weeks oh, oh, <laughs> we ran oh. over the Broncos four I'm weeks sorry ago, but if you're going to try and tell me that your running game is better than the Broncos you can fuck off because it's not <laughs> pull the numbers man research this right now Melvin um, Gordon and Javante Williams are the best tandem of runners in the NFL right now so you can get out well, honestly, I feel like if there's one, I was going to say this. I don't think the Eagles running backs are particularly great. I don't think it's had anything to do necessarily with their talent, but the offensive line right now is playing out of their minds. Like if you watch an Eagles yeah. game, like Jalen hurts as a quarterback, as a running quarterback and Boston Scott, Miles Sanders, uh, Jordan Howard, et cetera. They're basically given like I 95 wide level, like <laughs> holes and everything. And the, the way his offensive line plays downhill, right? You're ending up with these plays where like Lane Johnson ends up like 35 yards down the field, just like mauling a safety or something paving mm-hmm. a way for these guys. And it's like, I mean, I'm loving watching it. My concern is, is that it still in this game, even though we left with a win, like hurts and his arm still seems very suspect. And I don't, I'm, I was texting Williams about this and I was like, I I feel bad watching the Eagles because I don't want to I don't want to fall in love. I'm very I've been hurt so much. <laughs> it's, no, I yeah. I, mm-hmm, and there's mm-hmm. parts of it that are fun, and I know I should be enjoying it, but there's this like deep cynicism I have now watching the Eagles, where it's like I don't want to get too attached because I yeah. feel like they're just going to hurt me again. But like, don't act like you're not already attached. Like, you're denying yourself. You know? Like, you're well, already attached. You just don't want to give it attention. It's different. Yeah, that's exactly it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I record a podcast about this, like, once a week. I'm very attached. Like, yeah. <laughs> just making sure we're using you know, the right phrase here. <laughs> I just, I just don't want to, you know, I don't want to maybe, I'm just afraid to love guys. There's a term, there's a term for this in in social psychology. I don't remember what it is. I I should probably know this, but it's where, you know, you, you almost talk yourself down so that the fall isn't as hard. You know, that's, that's that's a very real thing. It's a very real thing. Um, And it's just a way to protect yourself, you know, and that's fine, man. Protect yourself. Sure, you know, live, live a boring life. <laughs> Deny yourself the color of the emotional yeah. highs and lows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to bring it back to like football, it's like I just feel like without a dominant passing game or without even like a passing game I have any confidence in, going into the playoffs, I don't think you can run over four straight teams on the way to like a Super Bowl appearance, you know? And I feel like, again, the Eagles playing relatively mediocre to bad teams, like we've just said the Cowboys are, are getting the benefit of having easy teams to be able to run over. But that, like, you need a more dynamic, multifaceted offense, I feel like, once you start playing higher-level competition. I just don't think the Eagles have it. It's, here's the thing. The Eagles are a, quote-unquote, true wild-card team, which is why I can understand why you are so hesitant to fall in love with them. Because yes. 
they here they are. They come out and beat Washington, right? And like the stats are there as far as like you know the offense. Like Jalen Hurts, twenty for twenty six, two ninety six yards, a touchdown pass, and he had both rushing touchdowns. So he he's doing his job. He came back. You're right. The arm has to be maybe cleaned up a little bit. Other than that, well, but I mean, like the one, the one throw that sticks out in my mind with Hurts is like there was a deep throw to Dallas Goddard down the left side, and it was so underthrown. It would have mm-hmm. been a pick if Dallas Goddard didn't just step up and literally rip the ball out of. Uh, the defensive backs arms and it's like there's been so many throws like that he can't push the ball downfield everything comes up five to ten yards short he's best at these little underneath kind of like you know passes that act as runs you know and I think full credit to the Eagles offensive coordinator and Nick Sirianni it's like they are getting very creative with how they're using space sideline to sideline to open up these passes and runs for Jalen Hurts but like I don't know. It's, I, it's, I've been on my soapbox all year. I just want to see more verticality. I want to see pushing yeah. the ball downfield more. And I just, it's been, because, it's been 15, 16 weeks and I haven't seen it. Yeah. Well, Cause know? that's the true question. If they can and, and be more versatile and whatnot, can they do that during the playoffs? If you guys make the playoffs, if they, if they survive the cross off and make the playoffs, if they can do that, can they do that to win games? And the question, the thing, the thing is, I don't think they can. No offense, sorry, no, but no, you don't need, it's no offense to me. I'm, I'm the one that's. You need to sell me on falling in love with this team. Oh, uh, this okay. is why I'm protecting I'm myself. Um, oh, I need to sell you. Oh, you don't want this one. You don't want this yeah, team right yeah. here. <laughs> yeah, I completely agree, and I think that on the balance of we, I mean, we've now seen it. How many weeks? Like. 13 14 15 weeks now you can't say like a team that's been this way for more than 10 weeks is going to just suddenly like flip a switch yeah and be anything different oh. but, when the playoffs start but having said that it is entirely possible for the eagles to do that look okay you guys come out and you lose the tough games but then you got or, no you guys come out and you win games against people like the broncos or uh other good teams but then you guys come out here and you lose 13 to 7 to us, the Giants? Like, yeah, don't what the hell? Yeah, I'm sorry. But, but, I'm that's, but that's what your division does. Haven't you I know. What, like, you, know, you know what I mean? It's though? almost like, as if I someone always, should create a podcast about it. You know, yeah, it's, it's <laughs> funny that you like, like Sean, you made the reference that the Eagles are kind of like the Rolls Royce Broncos. I've always, and maybe it's because I lived in the NFC East for a long time, uh, uh, but I've always made the reference that the Eagles are the team that plays to the team they're going against. They yeah. are just as good as them or worse. <laughs> and that's, and that's, that's how they yeah. play. That's how they've always played. It's like, okay, I'm going to put in the bare minimum effort to get to a win, but maybe I'll lose. And that's, <laughs> that's what happens to them. No, I, I, I think that's a very astute observation. There's only been two seasons in my lifetime. I felt like the Eagles actually got on a bit of, bit of a roll and – blue teams out and that'd be the two years we went to the super bowl 2004 and 2017 like you know just absolutely rolling through teams uh those two years every other year they've been a very Mm -hmm. talented team they've been a competitive team but to your point it's like they always if the vibes are off for any reason going into a game they're going to be a very weird it's gonna be a very weird game and i felt like honestly i picked washington this week picking you did you did both both you and williams picked washington i picked washington this week because i thought tuesday night backup quarterback very like there's very few times in my time in my time watching the eagles is that is this been a demonstrative authoritative win (laughs) and usually usually there's some weird backup quarterback stuff that ends up happening they are the definition of late bloomers they late bloom in games and they late bloom in the season and that's why it's going to give you this this false sense of security and hope to like almost make a run. I do. I think they will. I do. I'm going to go ahead and say right now they will be the seventh card, like the seventh spot in the wild card. But I don't know if it'll. I don't know if it'll go past that. I got to be honest. You, you're hearing it. First. I mean, who who else? Who else is? Uh, who else is in line for that right now? Um, the Vikings. The Vikings. The Vikings hold on to that spot at this moment. Interesting. The Vikings are not a team that I think is remotely good. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know, you know, <laughs> like if I were to pick between the Vikings and the Eagles, I would pick the Eagles. I would too. Um, I would too. I don't think the Eagles, because the Eagles, the, I feel like the, oh my God, I can't speak. <laughs> the, I feel like the Vikings are almost like the Eagles as well. They're like a wild card team that you're like, can they or will they? 
But I, for some reason, I just think the Eagles have a, uh, I think they just have a better like kind of game in the trenches. And I think they, like I said, late, late bloomers. So they just kind of figure out how to win games right away. If the Vikings don't have Dalvin Cook and Justin Jefferson just getting the ball fed to them, and which they won't next week uh, with, with Dalvin Cook out yeah. on the COVID list, yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm willing to cross the Vikings off. <laughs> I got to be honest with you guys. I, I, there's a part of me that, do, that does think I will be proven wrong. Which really, if I'm the one thinking it, then I'm proven right. So you know, so you're a hypocrite now. <laughs> you're a hypocrite now. It's okay to be but, optimistic. You're here, <laughs> but but I think it's honestly, Tommy, you, you you highlighted the one reason I'm pretty bullish on the Eagles right now. It's just their their play in the offensive line. I think is better than most of the other teams that they're going against right now. And I think given the fact that they're getting the Giants at home this week, and then play Washington again the following week. Like you win, you win those two games. It almost doesn't even matter what happens in the Dallas game week, week 18 now um, provided. Which the rest Dallas of has it wrapped up too. I mean, who knows if yeah. they're even going to play all their, their starters, you know, I mean, they might just for. Yeah. Yeah. Let's uh, well, now we're almost talking about it. Let's, let's talk about the games coming up this week. Oh, good. Uh, yeah. So first we got giants Eagles. Uh, I guess I, I want to, there's are we feeling like there's any chance the Giants win this? Is there another fluke up their up their sleeve? But I don't know. I feel like I feel like a lot of the win at the Meadowlands had to do with Daniel Jones, actually. <laughs> like <laughs> and the Giants defense. I don't think the Giants defense can pitch another game like they pitched against the no. Eagles. I don't think they I don't think they got it. And I don't think the you Giants think offense Magic right now is Mike Glennon can come in and just <laughs> go to town. Yeah. I, I mean, anything can happen. That's Chris. You were right. This is what this division does to each other. They just <laughs> that's the thing, man. That's the thing. You know, any given Sunday think, is from the NFC yeah. East. <laughs> I just think. I just think this is one of those as close to a sure thing as this division can produce. I think that it's it's getting there. I think that if you're going to play weird NFC East vibes, it would have been the Tuesday night game with a backup quarterback in Washington saying Washington's better than New York. And there's more ways that they could beat them. The Eagles, even with a backup quarterback, but now given how the past few weeks have gone for the giants, I just don't see, I don't see it. No, I think, I think it's, I mean, I'll be kind to the giants and say, it probably won't be a blowout. It'll probably like a real blowout. It won't be like a 44 to three game. No, I think no. it'll be like a 23 no. to like seven or 10 game, but there won't be any point where you're like, wow, the giants are in this. <laughs> you're, 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 you're both, you're wrong. And here's why. Um, so I'm, I'm just going to take it from a, a playbook of the, the jets, Miami game that happened recently. Mm-hmm. Um, divisional game jets have nothing. Um, but Miami has something to lose and Miami almost lost that game. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Like it was Mm -hmm. far closer than it ever should have been. I'm just saying that the giants have nothing to lose. They literally have nothing to lose. They don't care. Whereas the Eagles have everything to lose because they're playing hard to get into playoff. So I'm just saying, I agree. I think the Eagles are going to win, but it's going to be way closer than you want it to be. It's going to be uncomfortable. Okay. Okay. That's so, and, and I think it's going to. I I think. What do you I, think that's what I want it to be. I want it to be what, uncomfortable for you guys. What do you think the score is going to be? <laughs> um, something in the twenties. Like I, I, I'm going to say maybe like twenty four seventeen or something like that. Like it's going to be a one score game. I think Philly wins though. Um. Yeah. No. Uh, and, and I think Philly's going to win. Okay. Sean, it's gonna, it's gonna, the, Giants, the Giants are going to come out strong. I think the Giants are going to come out. They're going to they're put up 10 points real quick, and you're going to be in this position like, why the fuck did we allow the Giants to put up 10 points? And then they're going to be like, oh, right, we're in a game and we have something to fight for. And then they're going to they're gonna finish it out. But I think, I think it's gonna, they're going to start off a little like thinking they okay. have this in the bag when they really don't. All right. Um, I, can see, I can see the game going that way if they roll the dice and play Jake Fromm. Instead of Mike Glennon, which is something they're not like Joe Judge is going to be Joe Judge about it and like wait to announce it until Sunday, basically. But if they got some big from energy coming into that game and he feels like he has something to prove, like, you know, like I do think that that changes the 
changes the calculus of this. And I can see I can see a ten point jump out for the from the Giants in that. <laughs> I don't know, like when you energy. said no, yeah, when you said big from energy, that just sounds like a, a frat boy named his dick from. Like, <laughs> well, okay, that, big from energy. Can, can we get? Honest, I got it. I gotta assume that's what Jake Fromm actually has named his dick. Like, not <laughs> Jake Fromm. Big from. <laughs> This, can we get Jesus that on a Christ. t-shirt somehow? Big prom energy. We got it. That's, can we monetize this? Have you, have you, uh, Chris, are you aware of like the big, like skeleton in Jake Fromm's closet and the shit he said in college? I don't even know who that is. It's the first time I've heard his name. Yeah. He, he, was, like, like, on the Bills, he was on the Bills practice squad for a little while. And then when he, when he, he got into a lot of trouble last year, um, Oh man, what what was the? Okay, uh, I literally oh, yeah. just looked it up, and it says here, "I want to represent Christ the best I can." So that's that's, oh, all, no, that's okay. not what so, I'm talking about. I'm talking okay. a leaked uh, text message after the George Floyd stuff broke last year, where Fromm mm-hmm. said, "Just make them meeting guns very expensive, so only elite white people can get them." Ha ha. <laughs> Okay, yeah. I mean, <laughs> the look on your face, I'm laughing at that, not at what he said. Yeah, yeah. I just want to say, I think, it, I, think, I think it's funny how you said, like I, I had said, I want to represent everything for Christ, and how you said that that's not related to what he just said. <laughs> oh, I just meant that like, it wasn't. I, I think it is. It's <laughs> oh, my God. Oh my god! But yeah, that's wow, definitely man. the type of guy that calls his dick big from energy. You know, yeah. <laughs> On this T-shirt, we just need yeah. him with an AK. You know, yeah. just you know, yeah. This is yeah. good. Two yeah. straight weeks of two straight solid T-shirt ideas. I yeah, really yeah. Did, last week, Williams and I came up with "Boys Will Be Dem Boys." Dem boys. <laughs> boys will be dem boys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's funny. Anyway, all right, so. We're all in agreement that it, it seems like an Eagles victory. Just a little bit of disagreement on what style of victory. Well, I was going to say Tom's Tom slinging drinks for this game. He's going to be behind the bar. What What are you drinking? What do you think the fans are going to be drinking, Tom? What are the fans drinking for this game? Medium Coke, man. <laughs> all right. Well, for starters, for starters, um, we're going to be. Uh, Philly's definitely going to win. Philly's going to win the game. I'm thinking that the score is going to be like 21 to seven. I'm a little more down on the giants than, than you are, Chris, but, uh, Philly fans and Philly, you guys can just go ahead and just drink whatever your favorite liqueur is and your favorite mixer. I'm going to say a double rum and Coke. Okay. And here's why enjoy your buzz and whether they get another win and they go out and win the wild card, enjoy the buzz now because you're going to need it when the hangover starts after you guys lose in the wild card round. So <laughs> it's, yeah. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Well, I mean, real Eagles fans just coast on a diet of just yingling and soft pretzels. So oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> is there is there cheesesteaks thrown in there occasionally? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like just horrible gas from most yeah. Eagles fans, really. Yeah. Well, go ahead. Enjoy it. Enjoy it now because it's not going to last forever. On the other side of the ball, though, Giants fans, I mean, like, you might as well just drink straight Everclear because it's I'm just gonna say, uh, whatever, yeah. like whatever most, whatever is most likely to produce it's, a fatality is probably uh-huh, what Giants yeah. should be drinking. You can, <laughs> you can, you can just go ahead and just drink pure gasoline. Cause that's a faster way to poison yourself yeah. than watching this game. So just yeah. Get blackout drunk and head over to the uh, American dream mall. It's probably going to be more fun for you. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, and then we got Cowboys, Washington. Uh, nope. I want to talk a little bit about the heat adventures also on the Washington. Are oh, you guys aware God, of this yeah, entire thing? This. I love this. <laughs> no, uh, no. Uh, tell me. Are you talking about COVID? So basically, what are you talking about? basically, when the Cowboys went into FedEx Field uh, to play the Washington, I think two weeks ago now, um, the Seattle Seahawks tipped off the Cowboys that the, the visitors' heated benches at FedEx Field were – Horrible. So the Cowboys then decided to bring their own custom-made heated benches as the away team into Washington. And now Washington and Dan Snyder took offense to that. So then they got their own heated benches made, brought them to Philly, and then they plan on bringing them to Dallas, which, may I remind you, is in Texas. I think the game time temperature will be around 70 to 80 degrees (laughs) this week. 
What a, what a Dan Snyder move. <laughs> what a you know Dan what Snyder is? move. <laughs> you know what that is, guys? That's big from energy. That's what that is. <laughs> he's walking and in with his prom out. I think and Jerry Jones like, and Dan Snyder <laughs> invented big prom energy before prom was even born. Whips, yeah. out, whips out a huge heated bench and just whips it out on the table. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't care if it's a hundred degrees. I need a heated bench. I mean, that's probably. I mean, it's I would say Dan Snyder's, to lay on. <laughs> Dan Snyder's ego is probably so big that he'll keep the heated benches on, even if the players find it uncomfortable on Sunday. He yeah. just needs to know <laughs> that it's there and that it's being used. You know. Um, but yeah, I mean, do you? What do you think? I I, I don't know. Honestly, if I'm picking spoiler, I don't I don't want to keep being wrong about Washington, but I think of the two games this week, I think Washington is more likely to play spoiler to Dallas than I think New York is to play spoiler to Philly. Yeah, I I gotta say Cowboys <laughs> I, do. I, do. I, I don't know. I I, I I disagree. I think the Cowboys are gonna win this game, but just oh, barely. Oh, do you disagree? Do you disagree with me? I'm not. I'm hinting that I may pick Washington. I have not picked Washington yet, but I'm saying, oh, do you oh, disagree? Just, do you disagree that Washington's more likely to play spoiler than New York? Okay, no, I agree yeah, with you on that. Yeah, I, I agree I, with you I on think that. There is more of that chance. I would almost say it's equal. I think it's an equal opportunity on both ends. You but. Just, you're just riding the the Eagles play down to their opponent vibes when you say that. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say you are wrong, man. But who disagrees with Chris? You just gotta you gotta at us right now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I, I'm gonna pick Dallas, but it's gonna be another really bad game. It's gonna be like a, another like messy. It'll just be because Washington can't score. Like that's the only reason why Washington won't win. Like if they had any other quarterback besides is it in Washington or is it in, no, in, it's Dallas? in Dallas? No, Dallas. it's in Dallas. Yeah. No, I, I don't just, know. I just don't, I don't see yeah. Dallas losing. That no, game. I, 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 it's going to be one of those games that it's not a lot of points are going to be on the board. Dallas is just going to win, but ever just, just barely, just barely. So it's, it's going to be a weird game for sure. Yeah. I think it's gonna be like 23 to 17 again, or like 27 to 17 Dallas. Okay. Okay. I also just think it's getting to that point in the year where like, yeah, we can try and be cute about like vibes and everything like that. But usually by around Christmas time, getting close to the playoffs. The yeah. Best teams it starts. Up, like, yeah. Yeah. Generally no, I speaking. I agree. Yeah. Most, I would say eight times out of 10. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I like, I like yours. I, I think Dallas may put up even more points than that. Honestly, I, I they might put up like, I, I'm going to go bold, like 33 to like 17. Wow. wow. Okay. All right. Yeah. I gotta, I, I gotta, I think it's going to be a little closer than that. I, I think Dallas is going to win like 26 to 21 or something like that. Like the, both teams are going to put up points. Not a lot. I think it's going to be another game where it's just a lot of field goals for some reason. I just, I don't think both offenses can move the ball effectively to score tons of touchdowns. Unfortunately, um, I, Dallas I is definitely like going to, they're going to, they're going to win. They're going to win and they're going to clinch the East. And, but like, it's, it's going to be an ugly game for the most part. Do you get many, uh, Washington and Dallas fans at Chimney Rock in Flemington, New Jersey? Tom? Um, well, one of my bartenders is, is a Washington fan. Um, Why? she's, she's still, what did, what did she do? So, <laughs> I, I, I think she, uh, I think she just, uh, was dealt a bad a hand in life and no, just, uh, <laughs> I think, uh, uh yeah. I think she, she, another one of the, another one of those, uh, uh, once you knew that you could have aborted it, it <laughs> I think she like lived in Maryland for a long division, man. Like yeah. that's what we're talking about here. <laughs> if you had, just, if we had all just known that this would have been our lives, we would have asked for a different fate. <laughs> I think she lived in Maryland most of her life and she had the choice between Ravens and, uh, at the time Redskins. But, uh, you know, then I, she, she just, uh, yeah. And you pick at that time, yeah. you logically pick the, if you watch, name that if you watch, uh, in 20 years. If, yeah. If you watch Indiana Jones in the last crusade, she chose poorly. So, yeah. uh, and there's a couple Cowboys fans. Actually, I would argue there's more Cowboys fans 
around here than you'd initially think. So there, there's a decent amount of them. Cowboys fans everywhere, man. They're yeah, everywhere. I know. Yankees fans. It's horrible. All right, get out of here. Let's not go into that. <laughs> it's like life. This is a football They're podcast. Just... <laughs> keep, keep it a football, you jerk. Yeah. Well, at least I respect you for not being a Cowboys and a Lakers fan, Tom. You're allowed to be an actual Yankees fan. I Thank just don't you. have any respect for that, like, quadfecta of, like, I love – I love like the Lakers, the Cowboys, the Yankees. But see, that's and- the counter argument to pro life. That's pro choice. <laughs> <laughs> so, you're, so, so you're just gonna so you're just gonna circle. pick the best of the best whenever you fucking feel like it. Like that's not how life works, you know. So these are the arguments, man. Yeah. Oh my everyone God. has to be happy all the time. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, right. Right. You're manufacturing uh, okay. happiness instead of just letting it happen to you. Exactly. Or that? You know, the counter argument is is why do you That's why do you make yourself the, suffer for something? The high fructose corn syrup of happiness. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> being a masochist, Sean. <laughs> That's the point of this podcast, guys. <laughs> but you know what? You know what though? Like it is you know, when when your team has been so bad for so long, like like we'll get into the Broncos, but I just want to touch on it early. It's like my team has been such trash since we won our Super Bowl. Like it's been abysmal but like this year for the first time we have flashes of hope and it's fun you know like i don't expect them to make the playoffs i don't expect them to make a run but damn is it more fun to watch um and that's all i can really hope for at the end of the day i don't expect to win all the time you know i don't expect uh, amazing things to happen but when i see javante williams break 45 tackles in one play it gets me excited you know and i think that's all we can really ask for how many years has it been since that Manning ring you got? That was 2015. So was it six I, years now? 15? Yeah. I think part, I think it was I, the 2015 really, season. Um, yeah. So 2016, the Super Bowl. Okay. Super Bowl 50. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, I agree with your sentiment. I think the reason why I struggle with it is it's still too soon since the Eagles ring. And also we just fired like the staff and basically the players entirely that got us there like last year. Right. So it's a little bit of like, still, right. I'm still processing the loss of like a dynasty that never happened right now and, and refusing to get yeah. too into it, but it is the same thing. Like the Eagles are fun. I could be having fun doing it and I could just enjoy it for what it is, but uh, I can't do it. Yeah. But you, you still expect you more. You don't yeah. want to get hurt. I mean, you don't want to get hurt. I guess this is. I've a, been I've been down for too long. I've been down for too long. Yeah, it's a good time to ask, man. We've been talking about the NFCs for the past fifty minutes. How are the Broncos doing? <laughs> <laughs> um, it's been up and down, man. That's our show. <laughs> <laughs> yep. No, I'm, I'm joking. We played the Broncos. All four teams have played the Broncos this year. I've gotten a good look at the Broncos this year. We're, you guys two, and, we're two and one, right? Or no, wait, we three and one. I think we beat, we just only yeah. lost to the Eagles. Um, yep. And yeah, the, the Broncos, um, they, they show these flashes of amazing stuff. It's like, like when we got rid of Von Miller, I'll be the first one to admit I was stoked. And, and not because I dislike Von Miller, but Mm -hmm. it's ending the era. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to finally just rip that bandaid off and move on. You know, it's it's like, I don't need to cling on to that shit anymore. He was great. Was, he's still good, but you know, he's not, he's a shell of what he was and we don't need that anymore. It's fine. And our defense has stepped up and they've been really good. Um, Our offense just, you know, I honestly, I honestly feel like if we just had a quarterback, we could be a Super Bowl contender. That's honestly how I feel. Um, we just don't. <laughs> you know, we've got yeah. all these other pieces. We got wide receivers. We got running backs. We have a decent offensive line. We got everything we could possibly need. If Aaron Rodgers came to our team, we can make a playoff run. I 100% believe that. Um, but that's not our situation. I don't know. Try to do another Peyton Manning thing where it's like, oh, they've no, got all I, the pieces I, in place. They're just going to try and rent a QB to get a ring or two. I would hope not. I I hate that. I hate that we become a retirement team. You know, that, at least that's how I, I, I view it. Is you know, you bring in these old guys just to to do a couple years and then get a ring. It's like 
I want to, I want to be a dynasty like anybody else, you know, like I, I want to, I want to, I don't want to switch quarterbacks every two years. I'm fucking sick of it. Um, and I know Teddy wasn't the long term, and I, I was happy that he was doing all right, but I, he's not, he's not a solution. You know, he's, yeah. this was, the, the, you know, compare him more to the Eagles. He is the Nick Foles, you know, he's not somebody mm-hmm. I want being my quarterback all season. He's somebody that can come in for five games and probably win a Super Bowl, but he's not yeah. built to last that long. Um, yeah. And that's okay. That's fine. But look at him. You know, <laughs> like he, he can't he, he plays three games and he's out. And and then our backup is Drew fucking Locke, uh, who has a cannon for an arm, but that's it. <laughs> you know? One that's trick pony. Me. Yeah. But, and that's great if you have a cannon, but you're dumb. Like you, you, yeah. you just make stupid decisions and you can't, you can't, you're not going to fix that. Not at this point in the game. It's too late. Um, so there's no quarterbacks coming in next year from the draft that are really like worthy of taking. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping they can, you know, I don't know, keep working on the defense, uh, and, and maybe get something there. But I, I'm happy with the way the year has gone. I hope Teddy doesn't die. Uh, that's, Damn. that's really okay. all I can hope for. Um, did you see it? Like he just went full ragdoll when he like. I, I let's not <laughs> let's not get into that. It was crazy, man. His alarm was just like, um, but really low anyways, bar. That, I'm just hoping my starting quarterback doesn't die on the yeah, field. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's yeah. somewhat realistic. But I mean, but at the end of the, I'm also looking at it from a look at my division right now. Like, yeah, it's one of the better divisions in the NFL. Like the, the chiefs, the chargers Raiders are fucking weird, man. Like, I don't understand that. Um, but even us, like we're, we're now a team yeah. that's potentially competitive and, and it's frustrating. I, I was so stoked when the chiefs were garbage at the beginning of the year, but of course they brought it back. Um, and you know, it is what it is. Uh, I don't think, I, I don't think the chiefs will linger as long as the Patriots did in their dynasty. No, like, I don't think, no. I don't think Mahomes has like the, uh, the second act capacity right. that Tom Brady had to like also dominate a second decade. But mm-hmm. I do think for one of the, it's going to be one of these things for at least the next like two to three years where it's like, that's going to be a, but they're like hard... the Seahawks, man. They're like the Seahawks. You know how the Seahawks, like they beat the Broncos. They had that really nice yeah. win. And then the next year they played the Patriots and Tom Brady, they lost. And then they were dead after that. They were done. Yeah. That's how I see the chiefs being. It's like, yeah, they're always going to be competitive, but I just don't think they're ever going to get back to where they were that, that one or two times. Um, going by that, hope. they, but going by that, they kind of already done that. They, uh, they won their they lost Super to Tom Bowl, Brady the second time. I know that's my Brady point. Super Bowl and yep. uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right, let's uh, let's start to bring it home, guys. Um, we do, we do, uh, we do a segment called Take Around the League. I did let you guys know that this is happening. Actually, your take that the that the Chiefs are done is actually a really great take for Take Around the League. If you wanted to just submit that one, that's, that's fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I can, if I if I think of something else that's better, I'll do it. But um, and also your take just in general this whole uh pro life or choice that's <laughs> probably great more, that's more of my take Tom, did yeah. you bring anything to the table i did i did and here's here's my take and it comes back to the nfc east a little bit as well all right so mm-hmm. i don't know if you guys saw this but in a recent a recent article in a recent post uh uh i think espn asked joe burrow they're like how are you guys Hey guys, how are the Bengals like doing well? And how do you, how do you keep COVID, ta- uh, COVID positive tests low and whatnot? And he basically said, he was like, there's like nothing to do in Cincinnati. So we don't go out and do shit. So <laughs> that article, that article was that. posted at three forty nine PM. I think it was like a day or two ago. I don't remember exactly. Uh, it was 22nd, two days ago. It was posted at three forty nine uh, PM exactly 15 minutes later an article was released that Jerry Jones and the Cowboys told all of their players, don't let their families come. Don't go out. Don't. So the Cowboys <laughs> basically looked over in the Bengals and were like, Oh crap, we have a better record than them, but they're a better team than us. We got to do what they're doing. So <laughs> Cowboys just, just realizing that they are self imploding and trying to sustain the league as much as they can just decide we're going to just try and stop this. They probably looked over at Washington and were like, 
oh god this is awful we need we need to we're going to play these guys next week we, we got to make sure we're healthy so <laughs> i mean like my hot take is just like jerry jones you think you're original man but uh you gotta get some new ideas dude you gotta you gotta do something better than what you're jerry doing jones now but... is the best cover artist yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> no yeah yeah <laughs> Well, I, like I mean, I like yeah, that a lot. Pop <laughs> I mean, it's it's funny if you read the stuff that the Cowboys are doing now. Like they have a facility next door that they can be testing in. They're doing smaller groups in the weight room and stuff. They are at this point, they're like, "We're gearing up for the playoffs, guys. We're gonna make it. We we got to do something." So, uh, you know, it's uh, yeah. <laughs> I do love that. Like Jerry seems to be sparing no expense this year, but when it comes to just like improvising like over the top things, whether it's like COVID testing now or like these benches a few weeks ago, it's like mm-hmm. whatever yep. he's willing to just like throw money into a furnace yep. for this yep. team this year. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's almost do or die. <laughs> I love it. I got this take actually from last week. I think, I think Brady was the McCartney to Belichick's Lennon. <laughs> okay. Oh, and wow. Those, those Patriots were the Beatles team. We're the Beatles, you know? Like I think Brady's like the the melodic sunshine happiness, just like really like really really great like technical singer songwriter, but like Belichick's like the broody soul of it who <laughs> can like mm. turn yeah a, yeah I like that. Does that make does and, that make Robert and, Kraft Ringo Starr McCartney Star or George still alive? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That, that's a good question, Tom. Is is Kraft more Ringo or George? Actually, no. That's, Kraft is that's George Martin. Kraft oh, is George Martin. Okay, okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. You're right. You're right. How did I overlook like, that? Yeah. Who, yeah, who are the other two? Um, <laughs> and where's Pete Best and all of this? Uh, I was thinking I was going to put in like Adam Vinatieri or something. <laughs> like somebody like... <laughs> Somebody who like saved his ass, you know what I mean? Or the tuck rule. <laughs> the, tuck, the tuck rule is George Harrison. <laughs> Wrote one great song. <laughs> yeah. But it saved their entire legacy. Oh, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> the tuck rule is George Harrison. That's the best take that we've had in there this whole session. I'm trying to think who Ringo would be in that entire thing. Well, he's just the guy in the background. Yeah. uh, Probably Tom Brady's Not useless. Not useless. (laughs) Just like there was somebody that I thought of. uh, Whoever whoever recorded. It's Jimmy Garoppolo. (laughs) Jimmy (laughs) Garoppolo. I was going to say whoever recorded the video cameras during Spygate would be Ringo. (laughs) (laughs) Playgate. Yeah, <laughs> whoever whoever does the cheating for Belichick is Ringo, just like yeah. the pawn who either deflated the balls or yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's Josh McDaniels. <laughs> yes. We figured it out, guys. We figured it out. But, but yeah. Josh McDaniels is a dick, and I don't think Ringo's a dick. <laughs> Maybe Josh McDaniels is more George Harrison because you can view the the Rams and and Broncos parts of his career as like the going solo just to realize he he needed to go back home. Yeah. (laughs) Well, this has been really fun. I really appreciate you filling in. We'll we'll see if this uh, continues going over the next couple weeks. Rate, review, and Apple Podcasts. Sign up for our Discord, follow us on Twitter, and have a happy, 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 happy holidays. (laughs) Hoppy works, too, if you're drinking. Hoppy, 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 happy holidays. All right, guys. (laughs) Until next week. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.